Welcome to 7 Minutes in Book Heaven. My name is J. Peter Bogosian. I'm an essayist, Lambda Literary Fellow, and founder of the Queer Armenian Library. And this is the podcast where I interview LGBTQ authors about the new books they have coming out for us to love and to cuddle up with. This is part of our Summer of Book Love series. Every Tuesday for the rest of the summer, we have your next book to read at the beach or at the pool or in your bedroom next to the air conditioner. New episodes of This Queer Book Save My Life return on September 18th. But today, I'm joined by Tristan Teramino to discuss her new book, A Part of the Heart Can't Be Eaten, a memoir. Hello, Tristan. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to uh, learning more about you and hearing more about your memoir. So how our podcast works, I have seven questions for Tristan, and we're going to spend seven minutes in this virtual studio talking about A Part of the Heart can't be eaten, while also getting to know more about the amazing writer and podcaster who is Tristan Terramino. Tristan, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the timer is all set, so here we go. Question number one. Please describe a part of the heart can't be eaten, as if you're sharing it with your celebrity crush and telling us who that special person is. Okay. I want to pick a couple, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. Go for it. My celebrity crush is Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman, who I think are so hot. And of course, I'd want them together for a threesome. (laughs) What I'd say to them is (laughs) this book is the real story of me coming of age and growing up with a gay dad, then coming out as queer myself. My father's story from his unpublished memoir is woven into mine. So you can see two generations of queer people and the challenges we faced and our joys and our failures. Um, It's got all the things that you really expect from a memoir. Love, betrayal, family, activism, dominance and submission, anal sex, lesbian porn, and a gangbang. (laughs) You may think you know me. And so I'm assuming here that like Megan and Nick have read my work or listened to my podcast or seen all my films. But I really did go to places that I've never gone before. Just P.S. There is no woodworking in the book, but it's worth a read nonetheless. I can't wait for Megan and Nick to listen to this and then give us their feedback because that's going to be amazing. Uh, They're the best episodes from Parks and Rec. I just absolutely love them as well. So yes. Okay. (laughs) Question number two. What is a sentence from a novel or an essay or a poem or another book that every time you read it, it gives you all the feels? Okay. This book is by Buddhist nun Pema Chodron titled Mm. The Places That Scare You. So you just heard about all my interests, and you may not know that also Buddhism is one of my interests, (laughs) which maybe you don't think goes with the lesbian porn, but it seems to fit perfectly for me. And the quote is, only when we know our own darkness can we be present with the darkness of others. (sighs) All of her books are just so amazing and uh, some amazing amazing thoughts in there and you're you're a fan i'm a huge fan yeah yeah and i haven't heard that one yet but i'm shook uh that one feels exactly like something that she would write and i'm going to be sitting with that one for a while so thank you for sharing that with us okay question number three what do you feel is the best sentence you've ever written 
Can I do two? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I, it's so, I keep doing these things of twos, but it's sort of, I don't know why. Okay. First one is from my coming out story, which was published a billion years ago. And it is every day, it is the girls that get called sir that make me catch my breath. The girls with strong jaws that buckle my knees who make me want to lie down for them. So that's about my love of butches, of course. But I also think the opening line of my new memoir is pretty great. And I had it sort of hanging around in my brain for a really long time. Um, It was like one of the first things I wrote and I kept it. So the, the opening line of my book is, I was conceived in a moment of queer love and confusion. I like both of those. I see why it would be hard to pick between the two. Those are really two good sentences. Thanks. Okay. Question number four. What's the best romantic scene you've ever read? I like this question because I think people who know that I write about filthy sex might think I can't also be (laughs) romantic. And that's a false binary, people. I can be a super romantic when I want to (laughs) be. The scene is from a book called S slash He by Minnie Bruce Pratt, where she writes about her life with her partner, the late, great Leslie Feinberg. Mm. Minnie Bruce has this ability to sort of pull out the sensual of their everyday life together. And theirs, to me, seemed like this great love affair. The scene is about the first time they met when Minnie was at a dyke bar, actually on a date with someone else. She notices Leslie, and Leslie locks eyes with her, and there is this burst of electricity. And Minnie Bruce writes something like, what was I doing all these years? Oh, I was waiting for you to look at me just once. Mm. Wow. I just love that electricity piece. I feel like I felt that with people and it's such an intense feeling. That electricity bit, it is so romantic and sexy. And I am going to do a plug for this queer book, Save My Life. Anybody who loves Leslie Feinberg or for some reason you haven't read Leslie, we have an episode in season one about Stonebush Blues. The guest is Suyani Oliveira. Definitely check it out and definitely check out Minnie's uh, book as well. We're going to keep trucking along here. Question number five, what are your favorite sensor smells to write about? I guess the smell that lingers on your face after it's been buried in a vulva, it's musky, briny, smoky, and completely unique to that person. Oh, I imagine that's a lot of fun to write. (laughs) Okay, question number six. What's the worst writing advice you've ever got? This came pretty early in my career. Lots of people told me that my first book should not be the one that I wrote, which was the the ultimate guide to anal sex for women. They basically said, you're going to get pigeonholed as the anal sex girl, and you're never going to be able to write anything again. And that didn't happen. But it also did a little bit. Now when the media wants to talk about anal sex, they have to come to me because I'm the anal sex girl. Interesting. 
Interesting. That is a that is a dichotomy. False binary, as we said earlier. Another false binary, yes. Absolutely. Okay. Well, our last question, question number seven, promote yourself. How do we order your book? How do we follow you on the social? You can order my book at dukeupress.edu, bookshop.org, Amazon, wherever you get books, except possibly in Florida, where I'm just anxiously waiting for my book to be banned. I am at Tristan Terramino on Instagram and Twitter. I'm most active on Instagram. I've also got a website, tristanterramino.com. Hopefully you can sort of take a stab at spelling my name and it'll come up in Google. Absolutely. Thank you for that. And would it be a badge of honor if your book was banned in Florida? Well, so the thing I I think that's really interesting is that there are some books that are simply queer, you know, coming of age Mm -hmm. stories, people questioning their gender, and the right wants to call them pornographic and filthy and, you know, our children should never sort of lay eyes on them. My book, which is queer, is also pornographic and filthy, actually. So I'm assuming that if they read it and they think those other things are bad, their heads are just going to fucking explode. Yeah. And maybe we need them to explode and then we'll have, you know, queer-friendly progressive politics in Florida. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We can live and dream, right? All right. Well, that is all the time that we have. Thank you so much, Tristan. This has been really fun. Thanks. Thanks so much. Well, thanks everyone for listening today. This podcast is executive produced by Jim Pounds. Our associate producers are Archie Arnold, Natalie Cruz, Paul Kafer, Nicole Olilla, Joe Perrazzo, Bill Shea, and Sean Smith. Visit our bookshop to buy the books featured on our podcast, as well as to browse new collections specifically curated by yours truly. Check it out at thisqueerbook.com slash bookshop. On social media, we're at This Queer Book on Facebook and Instagram. I'm also at JP underscore Derbogosian on TikTok, where I talk about LGBTQ books. And be here next Tuesday as our Summer of Book Love series continues. Until then, see you queers and allies in the bookstores. <laughs> <laughs>